Hello, welcome to the Beyond Net Zero Journey podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas and this is my lo-fi audio diary and collection of random tips podcast to help others follow my journey of taking my business to Beyond Net Zero. This is one of the diary episodes, so I'm going to be going through some of the key themes I've been talking about, updating you on what I've been up to and what's coming up. I must admit, I partly do these to um, keep myself on track, so a bit of accountability and also to remind myself I have actually achieved something because as I'm going to talk about, I I suspect multiple times in this episode, it feels like I'm making no progress at all, but uh, we actually are. So here we go. Uh, First topic, finding the time. This was a big problem earlier this year when I really wasn't making any progress. So I decided I was going to ring fence two mornings a month for this. And that's what I'm doing, but I'm still feeling like I'm not doing enough. So either the time is going to increase or I'm going to refocus what I work on. It might simply be because the banking thing is taking forever, but it is making a huge impact. More on that later before I waffle on about it at this point. Okay, our own offsetting. One day we might do an episode on the whole subject of is offsetting a good or a bad idea debate. But for now, um, I firmly believe it's the right thing to do alongside our work to reduce our carbon. And in fact, I'm hoping and planning on taking my business to beyond net zero. So we are um, kind of in a negative situation with our carbon where we're uh, offsetting more than we're creating. So so I think offsetting is always going to be part of our plan. Plus, more trees and more investment in better solutions for the planet can only be a good thing. We are using ecology to do it uh, because they make it so easy uh, and they do all the due diligence and they seem to be doing some really cool projects and planting trees in all the right places. They also have some very pretty pages and badges and stuff that you can use, which we're still not using. I must... I must add those two websites and things. Anyway, there's a link in the show notes of this episode for you to have a look and sign up. Um, and if you sign up with Ecology via that link, they're going to plant an extra 30 trees in my forest, which is kind of cool. Uh, so oh, what are we doing on the offsetting front? Well, we have a team offsetting subscription for our freelancers and me. Uh, we currently buy one tonne of carbon for each podcast we release and one tree for every new email sign up. We now have 11 months of the team subscription happened. We've planted 8,514 trees and we have done 223.65 tonnes of carbon reduction, which includes um additional bits for my recent trips to e-commerce expo and the dca annual summit because we fully carbon offset those as well um last time in the diary update i seem to have been updating you all on the stuff i'm still working on i guess that's why i feel like i'm not making any progress um and like i said earlier hopefully telling you about what i have actually done um comparing it to last time is actually going to help me feel like i'm actually achieving something So what I've done since our last diary update in our business, I'm currently working through a supplier audit process. So a lot of people do a supplier audit where they look and they calculate everything as it is now and they work it all out and then they start making changes. 
I decided that that was going to take me forever and I wasn't going to make any improvements. So instead, I've segmented our suppliers into groups and I'm tackling them one by one or topic by topic investigating making changes and then moving on to the next one well that's the theory anyway but I seem to have got stuck in the world of banking um and then we have kind of like some accidental website project bits that have happened and since the last update I've opened the what's the impact of a podcast box so let's take those one by one uh the banking project is rumbling slowly on uh which is cool because it's one which uh, makes a huge difference my mother tree who um i've mentioned a couple of times they're a great resource for helping understand this in the uk specifically um they released an infographic recently that shows that if you remove 5000 pounds of savings from barclays it's the same as taking seven return flights to Rome from London. So not saving £5,000 for a year at Barclays is the same uh, positive impact as choosing not to fly to Rome and back seven times. That's huge. That's why this banking thing is such a big, um, a big and important project and why I've done it so early on in our journey. And also because overall it's saving us money as a business and um, once we've done it, it's just going to deliver goodness day after day after day after day without having to do anything else. So quick updates, quickish updates on this. The personal banking side of things, I'm just waiting for the new credit card to arrive and then that's all my finance stuff personally in the right places. Uh, business banking. Monzo, our new current account, is go. We are almost completely with it. Um, this week, I'm finishing all the direct debit and standing order chart changes. So that will mean basically everything is going through through Monzo. And theoretically, we could cancel the Barclays account. However, we've come across one hiccup, which is international payments. Um Getting money from our clients who use overseas bank accounts is difficult on Monzo. It's on the Monzo plan to make this fixed. So do so if you're considering moving and this would be a big issue for you, go and check uh, Monzo's status on this before um, you know making a decision based on what I'm saying now because they are working on it. So to manage those international payments, for now, we're going to leave the Barclays account open to take international payments from our customers. I'm not going to leave any cash in the account. um, So there's not a lot of bad they can do with our £8.50 charge per month to be using them. But it means it's going to be easy to, to get that money in from the customers, basically. Um, working out the right alternative is going to be a bit of a complicated one because I don't want to move banks again. I'm very happy with 90% of what Monzo are doing for us and they're planning on fixing it. They do have some level of integration with Wise, which I haven't properly looked into yet. Um, but Wise got an awful carbon rating on that My Mother Tree um, data I mentioned earlier. So I'm a bit reluctant to flip over to that without doing some more research. I also know 100% that moving to zero for our accounting is a good idea. So we're going to do that as the next money project and put a pause on closing Barclays for now. But we're literally just going to use them to take in the money 
uh, and then transfer over to Monzo to do everything else. So it's not perfect from a banking perspective, but it's pretty good from a uh, carbon perspective. I think if you know better, tell me. Um, on the credit card front, that is fully moved. And we got a rebate on our annual fee when I cancelled the Barclay card. And our first month's cash back was more than our annual free fee even. So we are quids in as well as it being a much better choice for the planet. Um, links in the show notes uh, are two referral links for Monzo and Capital on Tap, the two things we're using, which benefit both you and me if you use those referral links. And you, if you want more on the banking thing, I know it's been going on for ages, hasn't it? We've got multiple episodes where I give you more insight on what we've been doing. Websites. So as I mentioned last time, we have been working on a website redesign project of all four of our websites. The aim being to streamline processes, improve branding and improve the speed of the sites for SEO and customer experience, etc. But the the little cool side benefit is that basically we've halved the carbon used by each website, which is kind of awesome, rather a nice little accidental benefit. Um, I tracked all that using websitecarbon.com and um, yeah, we're just going to take that as a win, basically. Uh, the website side of things, we will properly come back to at some point next year when we get to the website section of our supplier audit. Is the podcast good or bad? This is the next part of the supplier audit we're tackling after the banking piece. So as the banking piece is kind of winding to a close now, I figured it was time to open a new chunk of the supplier audit. And that's going to be the podcast. And I'm looking at it from every single angle, the creation process, the marketing of it, the distribution and the consumption, because I want to know, I want to be able to say that you can listen to our podcast guilt-free. So it takes it right through to the point where someone's listening. So why am I doing podcasts next? Well, there's three reasons for that. It's the main thing we do. Our show's got nearly 200,000 listens last year, which is potentially an awful lot of electricity and carbon being used. So definitely worth looking into. Secondly, I would love to be able to shout in every episode and across our marketing that our listeners are all listening carbon neutral. I can't do that without doing the maths. Number three, I'm currently spending £9.45 to offset the carbon emissions of each and every episode we put out. And that's a very vague guess. So I just went it can't be more than a ton uh, with some very quick looking at the numbers in the book, uh, How Bad Are Bananas by Mike Berners-Lee. Excellent book. We've done a review on it. Uh, but that was, you know, literally me going, that'll be enough. But A, is it enough with all the listeners and all the rest of it? Um, and B, if it's too much, should I lower it? Should I continue doing a ton per podcast episode um, because it's a great marketing angle because we want to get beyond net zero. Um, decisions, decisions. So it's it's an important one for me to get my head around. I'm part way through that. There's um, Unfortunately, there's not a paper or any research that I can find that anyone's done going, this is the carbon footprint of a podcast. 
but I'm working on it. And um, actually, there's probably some SEO little SEO gains to make once I uh, once I get it to a level where I could put it into a blog post. So that's the next thing I'm working on. Been just gathering data at the moment. So that's really all I can tell you about it. Another part of what we what I like to update you on is how I've been shouting about it because one of the biggest, biggest, biggest impacts we can all have at the moment is convincing other people to follow in our footsteps and to start tackling sustainability. So I've been at two real world events since the last update, um, the e-commerce expo event at the Excel and I in and the Direct Commerce Association annual summit that happened in London as well. I included sustainability in both presentations, more at the DCA than I managed to fit into the e-commerce expo piece. And I got to sit on a panel about sustainability at the Direct Commerce Association alongside two big brands in the UK, Bowdoin and Oka. So we had quite quite a good debate and I think um, inspired people that it's a bit easier and a bit more cost effective than you might assume. So that was kind of cool. And uh, the other thing I'm doing on the shouting front is I'm working on content plans to up our sustainability impact in 2023 uh, on the podcast with events and a couple of other things. But I can't say much more about that right now because I haven't yet fully decided. Um, On the learning front, haven't done anything specific But I did record an excellent episode with Giles Smith from Sustainable E-Commerce, who covered some really interesting strategic angles that really got me thinking, reframed the way I'm looking at at, uh, this, especially from a marketing standpoint. Um, But I'm not going to tell you what those are now. You'll have to wait for that episode when it comes out in December to find out what he was talking about. But that's kind of, I've not really been focusing on the learning part this since the last update. Um, On the personal front, nothing specific really, but I'm trying to work out how to make my Christmas gift giving better this year. Anything we've got planned between now and the next time I do one of these updates? Um, Nothing specific. We will just be continuing with all the above. Uh, You can get links to the things I mentioned in the show notes for this episode uh, because that's it for this little update. If you've got questions, something you'd like me to cover or you want to tell me I've got something wrong, please get in touch. I am learning on this journey. I am sharing as I learn. So um, all feedback is very gratefully received. Um, Thanks so much for listening.